Welcome to the Bortoro Podcast, your go-to place for you to walk in the authority that you have in Christ by embracing the king or queen that's inside of you. My name is Christian Santiago. I am the host of this podcast and the co-founder of Born to Rule Global Ministries along with my wife where it our mission is to awaken, unlock, and unleash kings and queens under God on the earth. And that means you. If you've said yes to Jesus, I want you to know there's more power and authority than you even think possible. Jesus wants you to rule and to reign on the earth in him and through him in Jesus' name. Anyways, this is just the intro. I'm getting excited. But hey, today we are continuing on with our live broadcast that we've done in the past. But we're putting out for you. And this theme that we're going on for these next few podcast episodes is about your authority in Christ. So in this episode, we dive into dominion. What does that even mean? And why is that one of the most, if not the most important thing we should understand and in Christ and how that ties into our authority in Christ? And what areas do we have authority in? I mean, it makes no sense for us to know we have authority, but not know what areas of authority do we have it in. Like, for example, do I have authority in my financial life? What about my health? What about my relationships? What about my career or my destiny? Do I have authority in that? What happens if all of a sudden I feel like I'm being attacked by evil spirits or the spirit of fear or even just my mind and my thoughts? Do I have authority over that? So we actually dive into that in this episode, and I will tell you right now, it's one of the most exciting topics I get to talk about. It is my life message, and it's Chantel's life message. It's why we created Born to Rule Global Ministries, because we wanted people like you to walk in the fullness of who God has made them to be, one that is powerful, that when you stand before the devil, you are unstoppable, because God has made you that way. So enjoy this episode, and walk. Walk in the authority that Jesus has given you. We're going to have a blast. But you mentioned something just before when you were talking about living in victory versus living in defeat. And I find myself quite regularly on my knees praying to the Lord because I feel like what is going on right now is we have a lot of believers. We have a lot of Christians that are living a powerless life because we're not using the authority that we have been given in Jesus Christ. Mm. And so for me, I just... It's something that is so strongly on my heart Mm -hmm. that, you know, through Born to Rule, through the platforms that God is giving us, that we are enabled to equip the believers and awaken the authority that is already inside of you. It's now time to grab a hold of it, take it and run with it and use the authority that you have been given. Yes, yes. Yes, and this is where... I'm already hot. I know, she's already going, she's already flowing. (laughs) But um, today we're talking about your authority in Christ. Authority in Christ. Your authority in Christ. Yes, yes. And we're going to preface it from the very beginning. You are so much more powerful than anyone's ever told you. Absolutely. The devil wants you to see yourself less than Mm -hmm. who you really are Mm -hmm. because if you're awakened to who you really are you would not allow him to get away with the things that he gets away with in your life 
And so we're going to talk about this. We're going to jump right in. But without further ado, let's go into this. Oh. Um, let's do a quick 30-second prayer. God, I thank you for this broadcast. I thank you because of all the lives that are going to be changed yes, and transformed God. because of this. Let us live in victory yes. from this day on. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Yes. Amen. So we're going to talk. If we are going to jump into what is authority, we need to talk about our original reason, our purpose, why God made us. Mm -hmm. So God made mankind, God made everything for a reason. And mm -hmm. God made birds for a reason. God made, God made trees for a reason. And right. then God made mankind for a reason. Yes. And most of the time, what is really thought of what we think of when God has made us people. When I ask people, Hey, what is the reason why God made us to love God, to love God, to be live a loving life? What is my <laughs> purpose to worship and sing songs? And God has made you for something specific, mm -hmm. but for all of us, every single person here, whether you're on YouTube, whether you're on Instagram, Genesis 1:26 from God's mouth himself. Mm. You know how people say from the horse's mouth, God is not a horse, Ooh. but from the king's mouth, okay? From the king's mouth himself. Hey. God when he made us, he said something specific. Yes. And I'm not re we're not reading into it. We're not adding it. People say, mm -hmm. "Okay, God made us to glorify him." Mm -hmm. But yes, that's true, but how? A bird right. glorifies everything glorifies God. By doing what it was designed to do. Ooh. So a bird was designed to fly. Fly, yes. So God, it, the bird gives God glory by flying. Mm. A, a dolphin was designed to swim. Mm. So when a dolphin is swimming and it's moving and it's jumping out the water, it is giving God glory. Wow. But human, humanity, mankind, we give God glory when we do exactly what we're designed to do. Hmm. So how we were designed was Genesis 1, 26. This is the first time God ever mentioned mankind. Yes. Okay. So Genesis 1, 26, it says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness, and let them have dominion mm. over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. And he blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, mm -hmm. fill the earth, mm -hmm. subdue it, and have dominion. 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 You could be in church for 20 years and never hear about the word dominion. It's true. You could be following Jesus for so long, for yeah. 10 years, 15 years, yeah. and never hear a topic talked about dominion. Right. Talked about dominion. Just that word. Mm. Talked about authority mm. in Christ. Because many times we have been really just allowed ourselves to think that Jesus wants to help us cope. That Jesus came to the earth to help us cope with life. Yeah. But Jesus did not come to the earth to help us cope with life he right. actually helped us to come to give us authority yes. in life yes to give us victory in life yeah and it all goes back to the beginning of what god said mm -hmm. about dominion right dominion so dominion what is even dominion so god said this the way you give me glory what i made you for is dominion right 
So dominion in just a regular English translation or definition means to dominate. Mm-hmm. To dominate. To mm-hmm. dominate over an area or over a specific gifting. Right. So it means to dominate. That's yeah. where we get that word dominate from, dominion. Yeah. So we get dominion from dominate. Right. So God created you to dominate. Mm-hmm. It means to have power in a specific sphere. Yes. Yes. So babe, why did God make you? To have power in all the spheres that he wants to use me to impact this world for his kingdom. God made you to dominate. God made you to dominate. If you just jumped on Instagram, you just jumped on YouTube, you need to know (laughs) God made you to dominate. He did not make you to be dominated. That is why if we are dominated in any area of our life, Mm -hmm. we seem to not live well or function well in life. If our thoughts are dominating us, then we seem to malfunction. We don't do well when our minds or our thoughts are everywhere and we're not in control. When our emotions are dominating us, we do not go well with that. There's a reason because God made you for dominion. He made you to dominate. If our finances are out of control, then God, you start to malfunction in some way because God never made you to be dominated by money. Even if your health is dominating Dominating you. you. Like, let's be real about it. When you get sick, that means that you're not functioning the way that your body is supposed to function. So therefore your health is dominating you, not you taking control or or Mm -hmm. dominating your health. You know, it's it's very, very interesting. Yes, yes. And even like for for each of us, Mm. that is why something on the inside Mm -hmm. starts to really... Uh, starts to not feel so good when something in our life is not in control. You see, when God made us, he said, let us make man in our image and our likeness. And he breathed his image and his likeness into us. So his image and likeness means we were made to function like God. Yep. You were built to function like God. So likeness means function. Image means DNA. Mm -hmm. So we have the spiritual DNA of God and we were built to function like God. Mm -hmm. God is never out of control. Nope. So you should never be out of control. Nope. God, God is, God does not, I would tell you it says that God, he's a consuming fire. But this is the thing. God is never allows anything on the outside to be in control of him because God is always in control. Absolutely. So our lives, whenever it's out of control, we're like something's wrong. Mm -hmm. Something's wrong. And it's because of dominion. Okay. So you were never meant to be dominated. Right. You were always meant to dominate. And now this does not mean you dominate other people. God says, let us have dominion. Let them have dominion <laughs> over the fish of the sea, the bird of the air, over everything that's on the earth. So everything in your life around you, you're supposed to dominate. But God never said to dominate other people. Yeah. So I love that. So we rule things and we serve people. We don't rule people and serve things. Hmm. So when it comes to our emotions, we're not called like anger is not supposed to dominate you. You're supposed to dominate anger. You're supposed to be in control. Yes. Even sin is not supposed to dominate you. So we'll even show you some verses where literally it says that sin should not have dominion over you. Yeah. Which means it should not dominate you. So how you were made and how you were created was never to be dominated. Mm -hmm. Your mindset was never meant to dominate you. Your your those limiting beliefs mm-hmm. were never meant to dominate you. No. 
that's why when you're when those beliefs hold you back from experiencing the greatness yeah. of God and the fullness of God, sometimes you're like, man, I know there's a lid. I should be breaking through. Something should be happening. What is the cause of this not changing? What is the cause of this not changing? And you start to look for it to not change. Yes. I mean, start to look for things to change because you're right. like, what is the cause of it not changing? Is it my beliefs? Maybe there's some lies I agreed with. Mm-hmm. You were built to dominate mm-hmm. in every area of your life. Even when we don't feel well, when even we sense that fear is dominating us. Right. Fear is a spirit. Even the Bible says, Paul mm-hmm. wrote yeah. Paul wrote to Timothy and says, uh, you you have not been given the spirit, spirit of, of fear. fear. So fear is a spirit. It's, it, it's a spirit that is affecting you, that affects your emotions. You feel the emotions of fear, yep. but the original source is a spirit. Yeah. So even other spiritual entities was never meant to dominate you. Correct. Like that's why you never should be demon possessed. That is why you never should be demonically oppressed mm-hmm. either. That's why you should never, you should not have... Uh, nightmares. That's why we don't feel good about nightmares because the spiritual realm is real and we're like, no, mm-hmm. we should not have nightmares. Nope. That is not okay. So dominion, God made you to dominate. Yeah. That is like you could go throughout your entire Christianity and not hear a message about dominion. But yet that <laughs> is the first thing God said about you. Genesis chapter one is the first page in your Bible. I mean, Genesis is always a good place to start. <laughs> it is. It's the beginning Yes. In the beginning was. <laughs> in the beginning was. And it's something called in the Bible called the law of first mention. Yeah. So this is what it means. Whenever something is mentioned for the first time in the Bible, hmm. it means it's something to pay attention to. Right. Because it is active and it's a reality in life. So the law of first mention, when God first mentioned you, hmm. he mentioned dominion. Hmm. When God first mentioned you... He mentioned dominion. And babe, what does dominion mean in the Hebrew? It actually means rada. Oh, that's, that's the, word. the word. That's the word. Rada is the word. Rada. It, uh, rada. Oh, I don't know how to I, say I, it. I can't Hebrew. roll I my R's very well. I'm Australian. And uh, <laughs> for some reason, I wasn't born with this talent. But that's okay. I was given other talents. Hada. Hada. It actually means royal power. It means sovereign rule. And it means a kingdom. It means a kingdom. It means royal yeah. power. Yeah. So God gave mankind royal sovereign rule, sovereign rule royal power in the beginning. And, and I think a kingdom. We, yes. And I think we should share Psalm 115 verse 16. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, which is crazy, right? First, write Genesis 1:26 through 28. Right. That is originally God's thought for you. Yes. That he called you to dominate life. He called you to not just be living defeated all the time and always living powerless. God made you powerful. Yes. Okay. Full of power. God made you d- full of dominion. Hey. So, but Genesis 1 15 verse 16. Before you read it, I oh. just really feel to touch on something here. And what I really um, believe that the reason for so many people having such a negative, um, you know, take on the word dominion, authority, anytime they mm-hmm. hear it, they just like, oh, like they're almost repulsed by yes. this word dominion. I mean, I'm talking about people in church. I'm talking about just people in general. Like whenever the word dominion is thrown out there or authority, mm-hmm. it's just almost like 
ew, like you screw up your face like I just did. And I think the reason... I mean, her face is still beautiful, so whatever. <laughs> the reason for that is because Christian touched on it before. He said something super important, and I really want mm -hmm. you guys to grab it. And this is why I've stopped us be before he read. Oh, yes. Because I want you to grab this, and I want you to run with it. Mm -hmm. What dominion means is really ruling things or dominating things and serving yes. people. But those who don't have an understanding of, you know, necessarily the kingdom of God or what the actual mm. meaning of dominion means, they have uh, misconstrued it and they have abused that. Yes. And so what they've actually done is they have begun ruling people and letting things and serving things and serving things. Right. That's what I was trying to say. So they've begun ruling people and they have also begun to serve serving things. things. That's where and that's back to front. Yes. And that's that where is back a lot to front. Of, that's where a lot of the things happen even in sin, where you start to serve money, guess what happens? You either right. are greedy or you live cheap. So both of those is not the kingdom because we we have the Holy Spirit is not a cheap yeah. spirit. He's a generous spirit. Yeah. Okay. And so, but then it's also some people serve power right. and they serve position and authority. Right. They serve platforms. Right. They serve these things instead of ruling over that urge. Yes. So you can use that power for yes. others instead of self. And that's why I think mm. it's so important to touch on that because yes. what ends up happening is when we get things like that, something that big, when we, when when we have abused it or it has been abused or we've been in the firing line of somebody else who hasn't necessarily understood dominion properly, yes. then that causes hurt. Yes. And that that hurt left undealt with, then what it looks like is every time we hear the word dominion, it's just we like, were post, Or we think of a power-hungry leader. Right. When in reality, that's not the case. Because in Genesis 1.26, he only says, have dominion over the fish of the sea, the mm -hmm. birds of the air, and everything on the earth. Yes. He never says over other image bearers. Right. Never says other human beings. Right. That's why Jesus said, if you want to be great in the kingdom, yeah. you have to serve all. Yes. Be a servant to all. Be a servant to people. And that's just what Jesus was, right? Greatness. He was. He Greatness. was a. He came here, and he was a king. He is a king, but he came. And I mean, goodness, he didn't stop serving people just because he was the son of God. Yes. In fact, he said that was people what more. greatness was. Yeah. And if you notice, Jesus took dominion over every other thing that should not be in control of us. Yes. He took dominion over nature. Yes. He told storms to leave. He took dominion over provision. He multiplied bread. He told Peter to go pick up a coin out of out a of fish's, fish's mouth. Yeah. They just produced some money right there. Right. He took dominion over demonic spirits. Mm -hmm. He said, no, you're going to leave. Yes. You're not supposed to be in control of yes. them. I have not made them like that. Yeah. So even Jesus walked in dominion and used his dominion to serve. I hope you're enjoying this podcast episode. I know God is speaking to you so much, and I want you to just write all those things down and really take it in your heart. But before we go back into the rest of our episode together, I want to give you an opportunity to sow into the ministry, Born to Rule Global Ministries. You see this ministry that God has called us, me and my wife, Chantel, and I to start is for the purpose of 
unleashing the church into her rulership identity so unlocking kings and queens on the earth and that we do that through books i wrote a book called born to rule reclaiming your god-given birthright to rule on earth we're able to travel and everything that everyone sows is for that specific thing because not everyone can go not everyone can preach boldly as we do not everyone can share the gospel as strongly as we can but they can send and so i want to encourage you to partner with the vision that for every seed you sow and every soul that gets saved and every person that gets transformed is going to be added to your eternal account. So when you stand before God, you will see that you will impact so many more lives than you ever have imagined just by doing it on your own just because you sowed. So we want to give you this opportunity to sow. If you want to sow, we have the link in the show notes. So click on the show notes. It'll be a direct place. So sow and give. But as you do that, um, enjoy the rest of this interview. I know, I know the rest of this episode is going to impact you. So be blessed. And we love you so much. Walk in the authority God has given you. Hmm. He used his dominion to heal people. He even took dominion over sickness. And he said, no, you're going to be healed. He was getting blind people to be healed. He was even people who had messed up backs, right. who couldn't even stand up, and he got them to stand up. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. So a Psalm one hundred fifteen verse sixteen. I got <laughs> I'm excited. I'm sorry. I just needed to address I that. Flowing. I felt it so strongly yes. on my heart. I was just like, hold up, because yes. there are a lot of us that feel that way. Yes, so, yes. Anyway. But it's ruling things and yes. serving people. So um, Psalm one hundred fifteen verse sixteen. It yeah. even says this: um, the heavens belong to the lord Mm. but the earth he has given to the children of men Mm. it says that the heavens even the heavens belong to the lord but the earth he has given to the children of men i love that so what this means is that dominion is that we have responsibility over this world absolutely so if things are going bad in this world or things are going bad in your life yep it has less to do with god's actions and more to do with our inactions because in genesis 126 god said let us make man in our image and our likeness and let them Mm. have dominion Mm -hmm. he did not say let us have dominion right god said let them have dominion Mm. So this world going bad or maybe our homes going bad or maybe our cities and our regions or our neighborhoods not going as or good. Or our countries. Or our countries going bad. It has less to do with God's actions and more to do with our inactions. Yes. The world is dark. The world is going to do what the world does. The world is going to sin and sin is going to abound. Okay. But we are the light. And we're supposed to do something yes! about it. Yes! <laughs> that is exactly what I was going to oh, say. Oh, we must um, be married. We must be, yeah. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> but. No, I was going to say too, mm-hmm. on that topic, it's just like when you look around, it is very evident that the world is a very dark place right now. But what would happen if the church, if believers, mm-hmm. and when I say the church, I'm not talking about any one particular church. I'm talking about the big C church. Big C. Right. The Everybody. body of Christ. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. What would happen if the church actually began to take the authority that they had within them mm. and shine bright? Shine because bright. Because we are a light. Unified. We are the light yes. of the world. Yes. And also for your personal life, too. Yes. Know this. God 
God wants to use the authority he's placed already inside of you to change your life. Absolutely. Ephesians 3.20 is a verse that a lot of people know, but they don't read the last part of it. Oh, for sure. To him who is able to do abundantly more Mm -hmm. than we can ask, think, or imagine Mm -hmm. according to the power Power. he works within us. Yes. So that means you pray for God to move. Mm-hmm. And then God fills you with his power so right. much that he uses you because yes. it's his power through you. Yes. God wants you to pray and then he wants to use you to be the answer to your prayer. Exactly. So you have authority and dominion. Mm-hmm. Authority and dominion. Psalm 115 verse 16. I can give you more. Psalm chapter 8 verses 5 to 8. Mm-hmm. It, I can quote it by memory. It's David <laughs> writing to God and saying, what is man that you're mindful of him and the mm. son of man that you think of him? Yeah. For you made him a little lower than the angels mm. and you have put, you've given him dominion over the works of your hands, dominion again. Right. And you have put everything under his feet. Yeah. It said that David even said, you've put everything under our feet, everything under our feet. So if you need to give the devil a message oh in your life, gosh. you need to write a note on your shoe because he is under your feet. Wait, okay. I, okay, okay. I just thought of something. Hold Sorry, up. What do you, what do you... Uh, it hit me. Christian and I were doing a live the other day, and, and it hit me. He said something, and I was like, oh, my gosh. You want to take your power and your authority over the enemy to a new level. Go, go back to Genesis 1.26. Oh, yes. Genesis 1.26. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. What animal did the enemy come to Adam and Eve as? A serpent. So we were meant to have authority and dominion over the enemy even back then. Even back then. So even then, the original, the creation ladder, we're going to call it this. Mm. So it was God. Mm Mm-hmm. Then he made man. Mm-hmm. Then he made woman. Mm-hmm. And then Satan was under the feet of every single one of them. Right. So the authority ladder. So it was God, man, woman, Satan. Yes. Then Satan tried to flip it. He went to a, the woman first who made the man fall, who then cut it off with God. So the whole Ooh, thing was then yeah. restoring it back. Right. Restoring it back where Satan is under our feet now. Jesus restored and brought everything back Absolutely. to the original yep. order where yep. Satan is under our feet. Yes. Okay. Do so you remember th- that song? What? Oh, I don't know. I, no, there was a song. It's an old He's under my feet. He's under. I don't know. Maybe Satan is under <laughs> my. It's an old school song. That's that must be. Maybe really I'm old showing school. my age. I don't, I don't know. know. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. So Adam didn't even take dominion right. over Satan because if you read in Genesis chapter three where the fall was, mm. it even says. Um, uh, now when the woman, verse 6, Now when the woman saw the tree was good for food and was pleasant to the eyes and the tree was desirable to make one wise, she took it and ate it and she also gave it to her husband who was with her. He was with her. So Adam wasn't far away. Adam was actually right there the entire time that Satan was mm-hmm. talking to Eve. He just did nothing about it. But guess what? The only way that we ever let the devil win in any area of our life and we don't live victoriously is when we don't do anything about it. Oh. Is when we don't do anything about it. Come on. You better say that again. 
the only way she wants me to say it again. Yes. The only way we ever allow the enemy to win or take ground in any area of our life, whether it's financial, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whether it's yeah. emotional, Come on. whether it's relational, is when we sit around and don't let and and let and do nothing about it, and we let him take ground. Right. And we let him take ground. That's really good. Like each of you have been given authority by God. Even the Bible says, if you resist the devil, he will flee. Mm-hmm. That's what James says. It says, draw near to God. First, yeah. you draw near to God. If yeah. you're walking with God, how can you draw near to God? Right. If, how much closer can you draw near to God if God literally lives in you? So you are drawing near to God. So draw near to him. He's in you. And resist the devil and he will flee. Hmm. It is a guarantee that he's going to lose. Yeah. We just don't resist him. Right. <laughs> or we don't resist him long enough. Well, I tried one time. Well, it didn't work. <laughs> You are call, are so much more powerful than him. Absolutely. So you are never meant to live a defeated life. You're meant to live a victorious life. Yeah, I mean, you hear Christian and I say it. I mean, if you know us at all, if you've been on any of our social media platforms, you will hear us say this all the time. If you've had a conversation mm-hmm. with us, you are so much more powerful than anyone yes. has ever told you. Because... You were created in the image mm-hmm. and likeness of God, and you were created mm-hmm. to take dominion. Yes. You were created to use the authority, the same authority that was given to us yes. by God Himself. Yes. But I, I, this kind of reminds me of um, a verse in Hosea, right? Yeah, Hosea four six. Four six, and it's all about mm-hmm. the 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 lack of knowledge, as per yes. se. And so I want to read it. It's it's Hosea chapter 4. Hosea 4, 6. Verse 6. We say it differently in Australia. She says Hosea. Story, like of, <laughs> story of our marriage. <laughs> Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. It says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Our people. God said, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Yes. The reason why we're not walking in dominion or authority is because we probably never knew that that was the first thing on God's mind when he thought of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you understood or got or grasped it today, like from this day mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. there there is no defeat in Absolutely. your vocabulary. There should be no defeat in right. your mindset, in right. your emotions. Right. And we're going to continue to have more more broadcast like the one on Wednesday is going to talk about how to dominate and rule your thoughts and then on Friday we're going to talk about how to dominate and rule in your emotions so you're you are in control so anger is gone so unforgiveness and bitterness you don't allow a foothold but ultimately his people God's people us we are destroyed for lack of knowledge and that is why we really believe and we really sense that things like this things like having these live broadcasts they're so important because it makes you aware maybe you've already heard this stuff Mm -hmm. maybe you've just let it pass you by but listen or you've never heard maybe you've never heard about it in your life Mm -hmm. exactly right but you need to understand how you were created you need to understand why you were created you need to Mm -hmm. understand how you have been wired up so that you can literally flourish in every area of your life. And you need to yes. grasp it. And you're not letting the, the enemy take ground anymore in your life. 
you are going to start taking ground yes. and taking the ground back that yeah. was stolen. Because the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but you can take it back. Because ultimately, the power that Jesus has given and placed inside of you mm -hmm. is so much more greater. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Yeah. It does not matter how dark the world gets. It does not matter if the enemy comes against me with right. legions of demons. Yes. Then guess what? Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I mean, you began talking about John 10.10. 10. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I love, I absolutely mm -hmm. love that second part of that verse because it says, but I, and that is Jesus, I have come that you may have yes. life and life abundantly. Abundantly. Victory. Yes. Abundantly. So your authority, let's, so we had to start with dominion, okay? Right. Dominion is what you were born for, what you were created for. You were born to rule, okay? Yes. That's the reason why Come we on. have this ministry that God's placed on our heart, mm -hmm. born to rule global ministries, born mm -hmm. to rule. Like, it's what caused me to write a book last year called <laughs> Born to Rule, Reclaiming Your God-Given Birthright Tool on Earth. Listen, have you guys read this book? Well, we don't need to talk. We'll, no, we'll no, jump no, into we that do, after. we do, we do, we do. Okay, very, okay, very fine. quickly. Just a small <laughs> little plug because he's not going to plug it himself. So I, just I have to float. be. Right? No, he just wants to flow. He just wants to talk about it. And he just wants to be like, let's go, keep going. Come on, let's Woo! flow. But I just think that it's so super important because this is a mm. message that has been given to him. I will never forget the day that I finished reading Christian's manuscript for his book, Born to mm. Rule, Reclaiming Your God-Given Birthright to Rule Here on Earth. When I read his manuscript, I, okay, two things happened that have never happened to me before in my life. The first one was I was absolutely speechless. I'm never short of words, ever. No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> but the second thing was that um, I read the book within two days. That never happens. It takes me months to read a book. Mm -hmm. But he said something. He said, I found my life message. And you know mm -hmm. why? That message was inspired by the Holy Spirit. And you know what we truly believe? In fact, we've had many people mm -hmm. speak it over us. It is an eternal word brought into the now, which now. is a... A uh, Kairos... A rhema word. Uh, sorry, I'm so sorry. Oop, it's a rhema word. A rhema word. Brought into the now. Yes. An eternal word mm -hmm. brought into the now. So yes. you're not just reading a great book when you're reading Born to Rule. Mm -hmm. You're also getting an eternal word brought into the now yes anyway that's and ultimately as we're going in with dominion and right. more on your authority we're going to jump into some of that stuff that we yeah. shared but ultimately what god has placed inside of you yes. is so big mm -hmm. it's so big mm -hmm. like you should not be living in defeat no. because you were never meant for defeat even the bible says we are more than conquerors yep. Through Christ who loved us. Yes. So because of his love, we are more than conquerors. To Absolutely. be more than a conqueror is to be a ruler. Mm -hmm. All right? To be more than a conqueror is to be a ruler. Because a conqueror has to fight all the time right. to create peace. They have to war all the time. Mm -hmm. But a ruler is someone who just lives and has made such peace and is living in mm -hmm. dominion. Mm -hmm. But they make decisions and everything changes because of those decisions. They don't always have to fight. Physical so, and mental power being exercised. Yes. Yes. That's what a ruler is. Yes. Come on. So um, 
So we're going to talk about even authority. Jesus says in Luke 19.10 that he came to seek and save mm. that which was lost. Mm -hmm. Luke 19.10, seek and save that which was mm -hmm. lost. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that we have to stress and encourage you in, in Genesis is we need to first share what Adam did not lose. Yes. Okay? What Adam did not lose because Jesus was coming to restore what the first Adam lost. Jesus is called mm -hmm. the last Adam in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Mm -hmm. It says he's the last Adam who brought righteousness through the world when the first Adam brought death through the world through sin. Mm -hmm. So Jesus was the last Adam. Right. So the first Adam, the one in Genesis, what did he actually did not lose? What did he not lose? Mm. The first thing he did not lose, he did not lose heaven. He did not lose heaven. He did not lose heaven. All right. He didn't uh, fall from heaven. He never fell from heaven. Adam fell from authority in the earth. He wasn't from heaven. God never gave Adam and Eve heaven. He never gave Adam and Eve heaven. If you read Genesis for yourself, you will see that heaven is never mentioned or given to Adam and Eve. Yeah. What was given to them was the earth. Was the earth. And Adam was actually created out of the dust of the earth. Yes. He wasn't created in heaven. He was created out of the dust of the earth. So his spiritual DNA is from Comes heaven. from God. But he was made for the earth. Yes. So we are made from heaven, but we're made for the earth. Correct. We're not supposed to try to escape earth. We're supposed to transform earth. Oh. Like even Jesus said, blessed are the You're meek. You're going to be writing this stuff down. Blessed Seriously? are the meek, for they shall inherit the yes. earth. A lot of people will say we're here to inherit heaven, but Jesus said you're going to inherit the earth. Even heaven is coming down to earth in Revelation, and we are going to rule and reign on the earth. Yes. Even Revelation, yeah. it says that heaven is coming to earth and we're going yeah. to rule and reign with Christ. Yeah. In heaven, no, it says that we're going to rule and reign on the earth. Yeah. Why? Because heaven is God's kingdom, the earth he has given it for us to rule here. Mm. That's why Revelation 1, 5, and 6 says we will rule and reign on the earth. It never yep. says we will rule and reign in heaven because yeah. that's God's domain. Yes. Earth is our domain. But. So that means. Well, what, ooh, but. But. Ooh. We are given a mandate as kingdom citizens to make this earth look, look like, like heaven. heaven. So even though we're not, you know, like God is, is in heaven and that's his yes. domain as per se. We are made for the yes. earth. We are built for the earth. That's why yes. we were given dominion over the earth. Yes. That's why we were told to take dominion over everything on the earth. Yes. Because it's just like, that is what our mandate is. Our yes. mandate is to take dominion. And in doing so, what you're doing is you're making this place yes. in every sphere of society that yes. you are in, you're making it look like heaven. And that is with Jesus being called the king of kings. Yes. Jesus is not called the king of slaves. He's called the king of kings, which means that when God made man mm -hmm. and he made Adam and Eve, mm -hmm. he made them kings and queens mm -hmm. of the earth. They are the delegated ruler, not yep. the sovereign ruler. Right. God is the sovereign ruler. So that means God overlooks and God will intervene yeah. if something is happening that he doesn't like. Yeah, that's super important. But if you look in the Bible, there's less than a handful hand less than a handful of times that God intervenes without a man, him using a man. Hmm. 
there's less than a handful of times of God intervening without him using a man. Mm -hmm. Usually he gets access through a man by either having them prophesy. That means he's giving, they are giving God access. Mm -hmm. Or when they pray, God, I need you to come through. In the book of Judges, they prayed for God to come through and he sent a deliverer. Yep. The deliverer never happened until they prayed. Yep. The cry of the Israelites in Egypt it said it came up to God's voice after 400 years. Mm -hmm. I was hearing their cry. Mm -hmm. They were saying, God, we need you to come through. Mm -hmm. Because Genesis 126 says, God let said, let them have dominion. Yeah. So if the earth is under our care, that means God will not intervene in our lives unless you give him full access to it. That's why when I encourage you to pray, pray specific prayers. Yes. Don't say, God, give me some money. Okay, well then if you get a dollar more, then you got more money. <laughs> Uh, what's Put an the amount on yes? It. What's the amount you need by when? Right. God, I need six hundred and seventy-six dollars in three days. God, so Lord, I thank you because you are giving us access to having six hundred and seventy-six dollars in yeah. three days. Thank you, God, for giving us that. Yes. Boom! You just like that's specific. God works in specific specificity. That's why specific specificity or just say specificity, okay. but specificity. Um, it's a tongue twister. But the reason why we know God even is not going to interrupt his own order is because mm. God is a king. Yes. And a king is never going to override their own word, whatever law they put into action. The reason why is because God will either be called a liar mm. and him being a king, mm. he does not go back on his word. That's why Daniel was thrown in the lion's den. Yep. Even though... Um, because I'm, King Nebuchadnezzar. No, it wasn't Nebuchadnezzar. It was, I think his name was uh, Darius. Yes, oh, Darius. King Darius, yes. King Darius Wrong was king. tricked into signing something mm. that threw Daniel in the lion's den. It was about prayer. Right. But the King Darius tried to get out of it. He really wanted to, but he couldn't because he was a king. Yeah. Even Herod, wow. Herod chopped off John the Baptist's head because his own daughter-in-law was dancing before him. And he said, I'll give you anything, even to half of my kingdom. And she said, I want John the Baptist's head. And he said he felt bad because he mm -hmm. swore his word to her. Mm -hmm. So kings never turn back on their word. So yeah. God said, let them have dominion. So that means he gave human beings dominion. So if a human being lost it, lost authority, guess who needed to get it back? A human being. So God said, you know what? I'm going to come in the flesh. He said, just so I don't interrupt my own pattern, I'm going to come into the flesh. Mm -hmm. Because a man lost it, so a man's going to get it back. Since Adam lost it, Adam's going to get it back. So for you, Jesus has restored us mm -hmm. back to a place of authority. Yep. So you no longer have to walk in defeat anymore. You yep. can now walk in dominion. Yes. From ruling, we, we are in the ruling and reigning broadcast. Yep. Okay. And we are not going to want to encourage you to just say, Jesus, help me cope. No, Jesus doesn't want you to help you cope. He wants to help you conquer. Yes. He doesn't want to help you cope. He wants to help you conquer. Right. Jesus would not be that much powerful of a king if he just helped you cope. Hmm. He took away the sin of the world, but yet he can't help you in your financial situation. Mm -hmm. He took the sin of the world, but yet he can't help you with your thoughts. He took the sin of the world, but yet he can't help you with your emotions. So all of us, it less has to do with the power of God and less has to do with God and more to do with us and mm -hmm. our belief in it mm -hmm. and our ability to accept it. So all in we all, didn't lose we didn't lose heaven. heaven. 
We didn't lose heaven. So there's something else that I hear a lot of people say. Mm-hmm. That we lost a relationship with God. Yes. So I would say, um, oh, hey, Estella. We wouldn't say that we lost a relationship with God <laughs> because how does Cain talk with God before mm. and after he kills Abel? How does Moses talk with God face to face? How does Enoch be a friend to God and right. walk with him? Right. How does David be a man after God's own heart? How is mm. Abraham a friend of God? How is Joshua able to have a relationship just like Moses had? He said, just as I was with Moses, so I'm with you. How is Samuel ever to talk with God if we lost a relationship? Why did God want to have the people of Israel come up to the mountain with Moses and Aaron and have everybody be priests and not just Aaron mm. in, the ex- in the book of Exodus? So what we didn't lose was a relationship. What we lost was authority. Yep. Authority. That's what we lost. Hmm. Even we want to show this spiritual authority we lost. We lost spiritual authority. We also lost the power of a kingdom. Right. Matthew 25. I'm going to go Matthew 25, 34. You go Luke chapter 4, verse 5 through 8. But this is, we know we lost a kingdom because of this. So Matthew 25. 4, verse 8. Yeah, uh, 5 verse 8, actually. Uh, Matthew 25, um, 25, 30, 24. This is God talking about the, Jesus talking about the end of times where he was telling people, hey, you clothed me when I was naked and you gave me food when I was hungry and you visited me while I was in prison. And this is the reward that God says to those people who did well. Verse 34, it says, Then the king will say those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you before the foundations of the world. Mm -hmm. So before the foundations of the world, before God made Adam and Eve, what he prepared for us was a kingdom. What he prepared for us was a government. Hmm. Daniel chapter 7 says, Jesus was coming, the Son of Man was coming to bring a kingdom. So for you, and what God wants to restore back to you is the power of the kingdom here on earth, is the power of heaven here on earth. Mm. It's not just waiting to get to heaven to have power over things, it's to have power for life on earth. Yeah. Power for life on earth. Yeah. Power for life on earth. You are never powerless. No. And you're never stuck. You're never powerless. And you're never stuck. You need to know that. Hmm. You're never powerless if you're never stuck. So this is also, we lost spiritual authority. So can you read that? Luke chapter 4, verse 5 through 8. Saint, Satan is tempting Jesus. Yes. 4, verse 5 through 8. It says, Then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you, and their glory for this has been delivered to me and I give it to whomever I wish therefore if you will worship me sorry if you will worship before me all will be yours and Jesus answered and said to him get behind me Satan for it is written you shall worship the Lord your God and him only 
you shall sow. So in that, Jesus never refuted the fact that the kingdoms of the world were yeah. delivered to Satan. Jesus never refuted that. He just said he wasn't going to get them by bowing down to him. Mm-hmm. He was actually going to get it by going to the cross. Mm-hmm. He tricked Satan. Mm-hmm. But Satan was given the kingdoms of the world and all of their glory, and he was able to give it to whoever he wished. Yes. The question is, who gave it to him? Mm-hmm. Even John chapter 12, verse 31 is Jesus speaking. John 12, 31 says, Now is time for the judgment of the world. Now the ruler of this world will be casted out. Mm. Jesus says the ruler of this world will be casted out. God, I thought you're the ruler of this world. Mm. I thought you're the one. You are the ruler. Mm. So Jesus is going to cast out God? Mm. No. Jesus was saying that the ruler of this world, the person who has power over the people who have dominion over the earth was Satan. And his power and his grip over us was being taken out. Yes. So now he could come back in and he could rule the world through us. Mm. So in your life, you were never meant to be ruled. Hmm. You were meant to rule. Yes. You were born to rule. Yes. Who you've been created to be is a king or a queen Mm -hmm. meant to rule every area of your life. Your health is not too far out of reach to change it your Mm. finances are never too hopeless to change it your thoughts your thoughts are never you're never at a point for it to control you completely where you have to take your life your emotions are never too out of control where you cannot take it into a place of authority where your anger doesn't take over you Mm. where your sadness doesn't leave you in a pit of depression where you can get out of that rut Mm. and even just your calling and destiny. You're only one choice away from taking a step towards your destiny. Absolutely. Towards your destiny. Absolutely. One step away. Absolutely. One step away. I want to really move on to the authority that Jesus had on yes. this earth. Yes. Because it's super important to realize. It talks about it in scripture, and we're going to read it in a second, but it's super important for you to realize that the same authority that Jesus had Mm -hmm. on this earth, he has given to you. Yes. The same authority that he used, he has given to you. Yes. And so, so many of us struggle with believing Mm -hmm. You know, the belief is such a strong, yes. you know, it's such a strong mm-hmm. thing right now. There are so many people that don't believe in themselves and even believers don't believe in them, but believe that, that, that they have been given that authority or that God would want to use them. Yes. Anyway, so I want to, I want to go through these verses with you guys, because I really do think mm-hmm. that it is so super important to realize what kind of authority, like we've been speaking about what Adam didn't lose and what he did lose, but yes. now we want to go, okay, this is the authority that you have been given. Yes. You carry it. 
use it. Yes. So I want to go. And then after that, we're going to talk about the areas you have authority over. Absolutely. And then what areas you don't have authority over. Yes. So you know exactly what you're supposed to right? go forward with and what you shouldn't go forward with and try and why you're wondering why it's not working. Come okay? on. <laughs> and then who knows what the Lord is yeah. going to do. So yeah. let's go to Matthew 28. Let me find it. Matthew 28 and it's verse 18. Mm-hmm. And most of you will know this passage of scripture because it's called the Great Commission. But in verse 18, Jesus is, is, is you know, with the 11, 11 disciples. Yeah. Um, and he says, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Verse 19 then says, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, mm-hmm. even to the end of the age. But that verse 18, all authority was mm-hmm. given to Jesus on heaven, in heaven and on earth. Yes. So that's Jesus's authority. Yes. And in verse 19, when Jesus says, go and baptize nations in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, names were very important that if you had the name of a king, you had the same authority that they had. Mm -hmm. Even Nehemiah went to King Xerxes when he wanted to rebuild the wall. And he got the king to sign off his name so he can get the supplies to bring it to his city. And so he was able to, no one could tell him no because he had the king's name. Right. So because you have the name of Jesus, you have the same authority that Jesus had. Yeah. So go ahead. Yes. So Matthew 28, 18, we see that Jesus is given all authority in heaven and on earth. Okay. Yes. So that is the kind of authority that Jesus had on earth. Yes. But I want to go a bit further because mm-hmm. what kind of authority was it? What kind of yes, authority? I mean, we see focus, him doing yeah. signs and miracles and wonders and all that sort of thing. But what kind of authority did Jesus have on this earth? So I want to go to 1 John chapter 3, mm-hmm. verse 8. And it says, He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of of the devil and so the authority that jesus had here on earth was to destroy the works of the devil Mm -hmm. it was to destroy the works of the devil if you also go with me to john first john chapter 2 verse 6 it says he who says he abides in him being christ ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Mm. Hang on a second. So you're telling me Jesus' authority here on earth was to destroy the works of the enemy and that if we're saying that we abide in Christ, that we should walk with the same authority and we should do as he did? Mm -hmm. So let me just clarify. Your authority Mm -hmm. is to destroy the works of of the enemy yes that is what your authority is and it first begins with your life absolutely because the enemy's been trying to throw seeds and darts at you to destroy your faith to destroy your relationships to destroy your family 
to destroy your self-esteem, yes. to destroy your ability to have visions and to see dreams and to live with creativity and mm-hmm. fullness. Mm-hmm. He's been trying to do that. So it's time to destroy those works. Yes. Okay. Destroy those works first. And then let's start to destroy the works in our cities, in our neighborhoods, in our regions, in our countries. Making okay? disciples. Oh, the nation. And the disciples that we're going to teach, we're going to teach them how to destroy the works of the devil. Yes. But for you and your life, it begins with your life. That is the kind of authority that you possess. Yes. I Like, let that soak in to your mind and meditate on it and then let it go to your heart. Yes. Because when you realize the authority that you've been given is to destroy the works of the enemy, you will realize yes. as so much more than ever before why you are so powerful. Yes, yes. And even when we look at Matthew chapter 16, verses 18 through 19, mm-hmm. Jesus is saying, And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in in heaven heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So Jesus says, you have this authority and (laughs) I give you the keys to it. Yes. So if someone gives me keys to a nice Tesla, but I never get to drive it, should I blame the owner? No, because he gave me the keys. I'd be asking questions. And if the keys are in my hand, (laughs) then that means I have the ability to use it Mm -hmm. or not use it. Mm -hmm. So many of us, God does not want you to live in defeat, but some of us live in defeat because we don't use the keys. We don't use the power and the authority that we have. Sometimes using just your voice is enough to say enough's enough. You've got to make a decision that you're going to live on this and you're going to live in dominion because you are going to get everything this has for you. Right. This word, what God has made promises to you. You saying, no, I'm going to have great health because the -hmm. scriptures talk about uh, Jesus has took every single sickness with him on the cross. Mm -hmm. I'm going to live in financial abundance because I am of the children of Abraham and I have a covenant, a blessing that's in Galatians chapter three. Read it. It's incredible. All right. I am going to live with supernatural wisdom because Ephesians chapter 2 says God has given the manifold wisdom of God Mm -hmm. to the church Mm -hmm. to teach the principalities Mm -hmm. in the heavenly places. And I've actually just seen uh, someone jump online. Uh, Her name is Jenia, and I am so sorry to call you out. I absolutely love her to death, Mm -hmm. but I've actually grown up with her. And she is truly a testament to what it looks like when you begin to embrace and take the authority Mm -hmm. back and walk in it your whole life will transform like i have literally grown up with her she's a little bit older than me but it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. because it's just like there is never a better time than right now (laughs) to take back that authority and to walk in it and use it to destroy the works of the enemy and make this earth look like heaven so you're not a victim you're a victor you are more than a conqueror which means you're a ruler yes okay so um, let's also talk about 
the areas you have authority over. Mm. So there are some more verses of authority. There's Matthew chapter 9, verse 6 through 8. I would mm-hmm. love for you guys to look at that. Write that down on your own. There's Luke chapter 10, verse 17 and 19. Write that down. Right. Look at it. Um, and then there's also Mark chapter 16 where Jesus is sending out his disciples and he starts to talk about these are some signs that you're going to have. Um, But there is authority that's given to you. And Mm -hmm. there's a difference between power and authority. Mm -hmm. Power and authority. Mm -hmm. So don't go after power. Go after authority. So power is the ability to change something. Mm -hmm. Authority is the actual right to change something, to use that power. So, for example, let's say you want to change a school board and you want to change the curriculum that's being done in a school. You have two people who can give you know, that can make calls, that can send text messages, that can do emails. But one of them is a mom and the other one is the superintendent of a school board. Mm-hmm. Both of them have the same power. Both of them can make calls, send text messages, send emails. But only one has the authority to change things, yeah. which is the superintendent of the school board. Mm-hmm. So for you guys, Jesus has restored authority back to you. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things Adam lost was a kingdom and authority. So now, nothing in your life is allowed to happen unless you let it happen. Nothing is allowed to happen in your life unless you let it happen. Just remember, nothing in your life is allowed to happen unless you let it happen. Even God will not override your will. So, Either the devil's going to have control or the Holy Spirit's going to have control. Yes. But it's not going to be both. And only you have so much authority and power, even God won't override your will. Mm-hmm. Even the Holy Spirit won't override your will. So th- who are you going to lend your dominion and your authority to? So what areas do you have authority over? I'm excited about this. Come on. First area, on. your mind. Okay? Yes. Your thoughts are only allowed to run as much as you let them run. Yep. And you could use your words to interrupt your thoughts. So in our broadcast on Wednesday, we're going to break down how to rule your thoughts, mm. how to dominate your thoughts. You so guys won't want to miss you. that. that I'm going to be on it. I'm going to just be, it's just going to be me. But then on Friday, Chantel, and this is the second area you have authority over, your emotions. Chantel's going to do the broadcast on how to rule and dominate your emotions mm-hmm. and go deep on it on Friday. So make sure you join us on Wednesday and Friday. Yes, but on Wednesday, I'm going to go really fast because yeah. I am a fast talker, as you can tell. Chantel's, Chantel's definitely, she's got that. Anyways, but you have authority <laughs> over your mind. Yes. Over your mind and yeah. your thoughts. Yeah. You have authority over that. Mm-hmm. The devil can't force you to accept a thought. Okay, I'm going to break this down more on Wednesday, but you are so powerful that a thought only has power unless you agree with it. Yo. The 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 thought only ever takes place or root into your life if you agree with it. If someone tells me I'm a purple dinosaur and my name is Barney and I don't agree with it, then it's not true. So I want to ask you, these people that are watching this, what are you agreeing with right now? No, baby, you got to wait. I'm do, trying to do the broadcast on, mm. on Wednesday. We're going to talk about that, it's okay? Just some fuel for, <laughs> yes. for thought. Some yes. fuel for thought. Yes. Second thing is your emotions. Mm. You have power over your emotions. Mm. Emotions. 
your emotions should not be controlling you. You have authority over it. There are so many verses in the Bible, which we'll break down on Friday, about the power uh, that you have over your emotions. Mm -hmm. Over your emotions. Yeah. And some tools on how to be free and walking in that. Because Jesus yeah. says we have keys, but if we don't use the keys, then we won't have freedom. Right. So we'll give you the keys as well. Um, the next thing is your spiritual life. Yep. You have responsibility and power in your spiritual life which includes you, well, well we'll get to that part we'll get to that part because okay. that's 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 that but in your spiritual life you get to decide how close you will be to god right god can't decide it for you god wants you to be so close to him mm. but you get to decide that mm -hmm. you have authority over that mm. you get to decide how close you're going to be to jesus as you choose yeah you're going to decide how close you're going to be and how connected you'll be to the Holy Spirit. Hmm. You get to decide how much of a supernatural life you get to live. Because Jesus has the same measure for everybody. Yes. You get to decide that. Yes. So you can go all in or you cannot. Hmm. The next thing you have dominion and authority over mm -hmm. is your destiny. Mm -hmm. You get to decide whether you're going to fulfill your calling or not. You can choose to be super close to Jesus, but still not fulfill your destiny in life. There are many Christians that we so love, but all they're doing is just solely focused on just trying to be so close to Jesus. They, they don't accomplish what Jesus wanted them to do on the earth. True. They're like, I just need to be in the corner. I just need to stay. I just need to be with Jesus and stay so close to him. But they don't do or make the impact they were supposed to make. Mm. So you have authority and dominion in your destiny. If you are not walking in your destiny, it's not God's fault. And it's not the devil's fault. It's your, your fault. Because the devil can do whatever he takes to try to stop you. And God could do whatever he takes to try to inspire you. Yeah. But it does, not, it does not matter. It is your choice to agree. Yeah. There are some people who go through and push through so many obstacles. And then there are some people who quit. <laughs> there are some people who say yes to the leading of God. Yeah. And then there are some people who say no. So you decide how, whether you're going to go to the grave empty or old. Mm. Or you can do both. But this is what I mean. A lot of people... The, the, the richest place in the world is the graveyard. A lot of people die with books still in their hearts, with businesses and ministries still in their heart, with churches in their heart. A lot of people still go with ideas in their heart. Dreams. Dreams in their heart. Organizations in their heart, but mm -hmm. they don't ever bring it out to the world. Right. So they die old, but they don't die empty. I want to die empty where I've given everything. Me too. So you get to decide w over your destiny. What's another thing they have dominion over? You have dominion over your finances. That is such a big one. You know, we were talking mm -hmm. before about, you know, it's about ruling things and serving people and the opposite of that and all mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And it's just like when you let, when you realize that you have, con when you have dominion over your finances, then your finances should not rule over you. Yes. Your finances should not determine you know, whether you're, what kind of a, a mood you're going to be in or, or mm -hmm. how much you're going to enjoy your life or flourish in your life during a day. 
just because you might be a little bit low on the finances. We have to take dominion over that area in our lives. Yes. And I know that you're probably going to touch on that when you're talking about thoughts and beliefs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I don't want to, you know, too, too much more than that. But but I would even say there are so many ways mm-hmm. you can take dominion over your finances. Yep. The, the thing that should only you should only ask is, is this the will of God? Not how much it costs. You should have all the finances you need to accomplish every single thing that God has for you. Absolutely. Like you have dominion over your finances. Absolutely. So that means God, you can walk and live in abundance because you have dominion over it. Yes. And I feel like with, with finances... It is very, very important to know what you are praying. Yes. We spoke before about John 10, 10 and the Lord says like, I've come so that you have life and life abundantly. You're not asking the Lord to give you money for rent or food. Like that. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to worry about itself. Don't worry about what you're going to eat. Don't worry about what you're going to wear. Don't worry about those things because the Lord will provide. Yes. The Lord will provide. Yes. It's just like the things that you need. He knows those needs before you ask for them. He's got you. Yes. So what we should be doing is we should be, when it comes to our finances, the, the above and beyond things. Yes, yes. What are the things that are going to help me accomplish my my purpose even yep. more? Yep. So. Um, yep. I love it. The next thing. Oh, time. You have authority over Yes. That means that it is nobody else's fault if you don't get done during a day. I'm guilty of it. That's why I didn't even mm-hmm. want to say it. I'm going to do a broadcast about how to get more out of your time so you can yes. it and double your productivity. Okay? Yes. It's so true. Listen, your first is going to be, I think the biggest thing that you can do to take dominion over your time is to set up your day for the biggest win that you can possibly ever have. And that is by starting your day off mm-hmm. with God. Mm-hmm. Seek first the kingdom of God. Yes. And all these things will be added to yes. you. So start your day off. Yes. Start your day off yes. with God. But that doesn't negate the fact that routines are still important mm-hmm. and schedules. So yes. time is something you have authority over. You got a verse. I can feel no, it. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll, okay. We'll do that. <laughs> okay. The next one I am also very, very super passionate about. And that is you have dominion over health and sickness you have dominion over health and sickness when you talk about the way that you have been created you have been created in the image and the likeness of god mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. god's domain we spoke about earlier is in heaven that means that we should function with that design like, yep heaven to earth is there sickness in heaven no. Is there cancer in heaven? No. Yes. Is there anxiety? Is there depression? Is there, mm-hmm. you know, things like, is there any sort of disorders in heaven? No. Mm-hmm. And so what we need to begin to do is use that dominion over 
our health yes. and our sickness yes. and begin to declare the word of God over those areas in our life. Yes. And take on the mindset of dominion. So the yes. mindset of dominion is this is not in control of me. I'm in control. So mm-hmm. if it's out of control, let me look for mm-hmm. the ways to put it back in control because mm-hmm. I'm going to be in control. Mm-hmm. If your blood sugar is going crazy, go and read some things or do some things that is going to cause you to be in control of your blood sugar. Yeah. If you just seem to have brain fog all the time, like you can't think straight sometimes mm-hmm. or you forget things. Mm-hmm. Well, start to look at some ways that you can take dominion over your mind and start to eat the right things or do the right things. You're going to, so dominion is not just a spiritual thing. It's a practical thing. It's a mindset. Yeah. Dominion is a mindset. Yep. It's saying enough's enough. Yep. I am not letting this happen anymore in my life. Mm-hmm. So I will not have bad health. If it's bad right now, then guess what? We're going to change it. Absolutely. Because I'm in dominion. Absolutely. And so the next one is the one I need to write. This read. is why he was flicking, through, flicking the through the Bible. I was like, oh, he's found a verse. Nope, nope. He's All right, just- <laughs> you have dominion over sin. Yes. Sin. All right. Talk about it. Romans 6, 14. All right. Romans 6, 14. It says this. We were talking about dominion in the Old Testament, right? Well, did you know that dominion is in the New Testament too? Okay. Romans 6, 14. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law anymore, but under grace. So. Read it again. For sin shall not have dominion over you, Mm -hmm. for you are not under law, but under grace. Under grace. There wow. are so many. There is, oh, I've always had. I've always had. Uh, I've always had. You know, struggles with pornography, and it's just a regular thing. What? No, that sin take dominion over it. Mm. That's not more powerful than you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've always had uh, a temper and and anger issues running in my family. Well, guess what? Take mm. dominion over that because that's sin. Sin does not have dominion over you. Hmm. Oh, you know, I I, I, I doubt and I, and I worry. Well, guess what? The Bible says that anything that does not come from faith is sin. So if you have dominion over sin and worry and doubt and fear is not faith mm-hmm. and anything that does not come from faith is sin, mm-hmm. you could have dominion over worry and fear and mm-hmm. anxiety. Yeah. So take dominion. You have dominion over sin. You have dominion over sin. Romans six fourteen. For sin shall no longer have dominion over you for you are under you're not under law but you're under grace so i remember reading something that you wrote in your in your book about um identifying with sin oh yes i want you to talk yes all right so if you are saved you said yes to jesus you're no longer a sinner romans uh, chapter 5, verse 8, it says, while we were still sinners, mm-hmm. Christ died for us. Mm-hmm. While we were. How Paul addresses those same Romans, Romans 5, 8 says that, but Romans chapter 1, Romans chapter 1, verse 7, it says, to those in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints. Yeah. Called to be saints. Mm-hmm. He even starts to address a lot of the 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 epistles a lot of the churches he calls them saints it says in uh 1 corinthians chapter 1 verse 2 it says to the church of god who is at corinth called to be saints mm-hmm. 
all throughout the Bible, he says that you are called to be saints. Yeah. Daniel chapter 7, it says that the Son of Man will come to bring a kingdom and the saints will inherit the kingdom. So your identity has just changed from being a sinner to a saint. Hmm. So if your identity no longer, you no longer identify with sin, you should be able to sin less. Hmm. I never, I'm the only person in my family to not play baseball. I am Puerto Rican. <laughs> we play baseball. That's what they do. My dad had me in T-ball, okay? But after one year of playing baseball, I told my dad, Dad, I don't want to play baseball anymore. He said, why? I said, I'm not a baseball player. I didn't identify. My identity wasn't connected with baseball. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't. My identity was not rooted in that. So if your sin, if your identity, I'm sorry, Ryan, I know... I know, uh, I know Ryan is baseball. He's on our live on IG, but sin, you, if you're not seeing yourself as a, not as a sinner anymore, which mm -hmm. is the Bible says you're a saint now, saints have to do a holiness. Yeah. So if your identity is aligned with holiness as opposed to your identity aligned with sin, mm -hmm. then it changes everything. Then you no longer see sin as something you do. You see it as irregular irregular it's not that you're sinless it's just that you sin less yeah all right she, she wanted to say something i'm sorry i was just getting excited anyways she wanted to tell me that share that share that but no um, but you have you dominion over sin mm -hmm. you have dominion over sin yeah now there's one more last thing you have dominion over every plan of the enemy absolutely every yes. plan of the enemy i mean i i think of the the shield of faith well yeah the shield of faith i was gonna say we're called to destroy the works of the devil exactly that authority that dominion mm -hmm. that we have been given remember that is to destroy the works of the enemy so that means that any plan that he comes at you with you are you are in possession of the dominion and the authority mm -hmm. to destroy those works. Yes, you have authority over every plan that the enemy has planned against you. Right. Everything he's planned against your family. Yeah. Everything he's planned against your loved ones. Yes. Everything he's planned against the people you care about, you have power over it. Yes, absolutely. And let me just tell you something mm -hmm. about the enemy. He has no creative power and his tricks mm -hmm. and his ways and his plans are still the same that they have always been. Mm -hmm. And so we need to know and be able to identify those plans pretty quick. Mm -hmm. But the main thing is that we have been given the dominion and the authority to be able to destroy those works. Yes, yes. And it all begins with a decision. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, but before we even jump into that decision, we're going to just share really quick, simple. You'll probably think, oh, yeah, that's true. What areas do you not have authority over? You do not have authority over other people, other image bearers. Yes. You cannot control other people's life. Okay. No, you God cannot. does not give you authority over Worry it. Worry about your okay. own life. Yes. Yes. And you also don't have dominion over God or yep. his word. 
So whatever mm-hmm. his word says, if you try to pray something or do something, then guess what? You it's not gonna work that if it's against this. Like for example, Jesus says in Matthew, I mean Mark eleven, that you can whatever you pray for and you ask for in mm-hmm. my name, believe that you receive them and you will have it. Mm-hmm. So if you pray for God to give you someone a relationship and that person is married, God's not going to honor that because that's not in His Word. That's against Him and against His Word. <laughs> so you're not going to have authority over that, and you also can't control people's life. Okay? Oh, God told you that you're the woman that I'm supposed to be married to, so you have to say yes. No, that's not. <laughs> but she's married. Yeah. Or even if she's single, she still has to hear from God herself. You do not have authority mm. over her. Mm. Okay? You cannot. You don't have authority over other people. All right? You have authority a- over the things that affect them. Like, for example, another thing you have authority over when it comes to the plans of the enemy is demonic principalities. Yeah. So instead of praying, oh, God, please save my brother, why don't you start to use your authority and in prayer curse the thing that is holding mm, your brother back? I'm sure we all know someone that is not necessarily right now walking with the Lord. Yeah. I do. I know people. Yeah. I know many people that I care about and I love deeply. Yes. But rather than, I love that, rather than just be like, Lord, go and and, and pursue his heart. Like, God is already in pursuit of their yes. heart. The Holy Spirit is already in it pursuit of their heart. It is God's will that heart. everyone is saved. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So rather than use that time to, God, let's use the authority that we have been given to begin cursing the things that are in the way yes. of them coming home yes of them being able to encounter yes. god again god i curse that tie to drugs god i curse in the name of jesus that tie to pornography i curse in the name of jesus that depression i curse, I curse those toxic relationships yes. that stand in the Sever way those relationships in jesus name we curse them in jesus name we curse those ties to the occult and to witchcraft and to new age. Ooh. I don't know if I'm hitting anybody, but um, you curse those things. Yeah. So authority. So now from this day on, mm. you cannot perish for lack of knowledge. Mm-mm. You now will perish for lack of use. You won't perish for lack of knowledge. You, if you perish, you'll perish for lack of use. You have authority and dominion mm-hmm. over every plan against the enemy. You have authority and dominion over your life, over your mind, over your emotions, over your time, over your finances. You have dominion over that. Yeah. You're never powerless and you're never stuck. And so today, while you're still on, we want you to make a decision today. All right, make a decision today mm-hmm. that you are going to decide to now only live at the standard of this, which is dominion. Amen. You're not going to allow yourself to get in the rut. You're not going to allow yourself to feel powerless anymore no. or stuck anymore because mm-hmm. that's not you. Nope. You're not powerless or stuck anymore. No. You're only powerless or stuck if you decide to be powerless or stuck. Yeah. And so today, you're going to make a decision. Mm-hmm. I want you to make a decision today. Right now. From this day on. No, you can repeat after me. In your house. <laughs> in your room. Okay? Go. Even in your car. If you're at work, 
you're going to make a decision today. So you're going to decide today. And this is word. This is the word. All right. You're going to decide today to no longer live powerless. Mm. You're going to live in dominion. You're going to live in authority. I'm about that. Okay. So let's make a decision. All right. It's going to be based off the word of God. Let's do it. All right. Repeat after me. <laughs> wow. She's trying to smack me. All right. No, I'm trying to all right? smack you. Repeat after me. And I know the Holy Spirit is moving and yes. is touching people's hearts. Yes. Right here, right now. Thank you, Jesus. So you're going to repeat after me. Mm. God. God. I thank you. I thank you. For creating me powerfully. For creating me powerfully. And making me. And making me. To have dominion and authority. To have dominion and authority. Over every area of my life. Over every area of my life. I make a decision today. I make a decision today. And decide. And decide. To no longer be powerless or stuck in my life. To no longer be powerless or stuck in my life. I take you at your word. I take you at your word. Where you gave me authority. Where you gave me authority. And I take on the mindset. And I take on the mindset. To destroy every work of the devil. To destroy every work of the devil. And to always take steps forward and take ground. And to always take steps forward and take ground. I decide today to live in victory. I decide today to live in victory. In every area of my life. In every area of my life. Move through me. Move through me. With your power. With your power. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Born to Rule podcast. If you got so much from this interview, we'd love for you to share this with a couple friends, subscribe, leave us with a five-star review, and just want you to know that we can't wait. I cannot wait to connect with you again for another greatness-inspired interview. Just remember this. You are more powerful than anyone's ever told you. You are more powerful than you think. And if no one has told you this today, you were born to be great. You were born to be great. So go out and live out your greatness.